All right, this is EJ Musa with The Naked Truth for September 25th, 2019. We're going to be talking about Johns Creek election coming up, and we're going to be talking about a survey that's making the rounds in Johns Creek. Obviously, someone has decided to make Chris Coughlin the target of uh, the election, and um, based upon the questions that you're seeing asked, it's uh, pretty obvious um, what their intents or objectives are. So let's look at those questions and see what they're asking, because I think they're very enlightening as to how you, the voter, are going to have your positions manipulated to think that you need somebody else other than Chris Coughlin. So let's go to the first question. And the first question is rather, uh, rather uh, mundane. What do you think the top priority should be for a candidate for city council? Taxes and spending, reducing traffic, growth and development, public safety, or another issue? Both seem pretty uh, calm and cool and rather run-of-the-mill, so no problem there. The second question gives away what this is about. Do you approve or disapprove of the job Chris Coughlin is doing as a city councilman? No opinion, you approve, you disapprove, you never heard of, or you're unsure. Okay, so someone's trying to recognize and determine how well-known Chris Coughlin is in Johns Creek. And here's where it gets really good. Are you more or less likely to vote for a candidate, candidate if he cut money that delayed road improvements? Or you're more likely, less likely, makes no difference, or unsure? Okay, so there's somebody in Johns Creek who is unhappy that we are not pursuing roads that were never approved directly by the voters, who was never approved directly by the city council, despite we were told. Many of these projects are not the proper solution for what sort of traffic issues we have in Johns Creek, but somebody is unhappy. And I know there are candidates who are running who say, damn the torpedoes, let's do whatever projects are on the list. Here's what most residents don't remember. When creating the T-list, T-SPLOS project list, a gentleman named Tom Black was asked to go out and create a project list to spend approximately $82 million. And Tom Black's comments, and I'm paraphrasing here, of course, said, if you've got the money, I've got the projects. And whether or not those projects were good, bad, or indifferent, uh, those projects were listed, created, and put in front of the city council, and they were primarily as our mayor described it, placeholders for projects going forward because, as the mayor said clearly, not one project would go forward without the approval of this city council. Now we have lawyers, of course, telling us, you have to do whatever the project said or we're going to be sued. Other cities are exercising discretion on their project list, but for some reason, Johns Creek is not. Here's the third question. Are you more or less likely to vote for a candidate if you refuse to fund additional fire stations? More likely, less likely, makes no difference or unsure. Well, let's be clear. Not only did Councilmember Chris Coughlin, but Councilmember John Bradbury and Councilmember Stephanie Andres try to make sure that the fire station was actually needed, but that it was in the best location for it. They looked at the data about our fire station, the calls, where the calls are located, how many fires we actually have in Johns Creek, and the fire station was approved. Here's the problem that we have today that no one's really telling you about. The fire station cost overruns are going to skyrocket. The fire station, uh, as described by us, that was passed, uh, cannot be built for what money was put into the budget for this. So. 
Someone is trying to shift your opinion to, to imply that council members are against the fire station. Nothing could be further from the truth about uh, Chris Coughlin or the other people who questioned what was the best return on investment and the most beneficial thing for residents in our community. The next question um, I have is, why are the candidates running against Chris Coughlin not coming out and speaking directly about their uh, platform? Why are they having to try to shift the opinion on Chris Coughlin uh, with questions that imply something but are less than accurate? That should not be the way any election runs. What we need is a fair and honest debate on the issues. And we're not going to have that. So I'm going to ask you, the voters, a few questions. Are you willing to spend any amount of money on public safety in Johns Creek? Does it matter to you whether or not there's a positive return on investment or if it actually is needed? How many of you have actually looked at the number of fire station calls we have in Johns Creek? Do you know the 10-year trend? Do you know the five-year trend? I do. And the trend is down. Firefighting has changed drastically over the last 25, 30, 40 years. Most of our fire station calls now are medical emergencies. Perhaps we're better served with a fast response unit as Councilmember John Bradbury tried to pursue but was beaten down by other council members because, for God's sake, how could you be against, against a fire station? Well, a fire station today may not be the best alternative for a city which is trying to be the exception. Building a fire station just for the sake of building a fire station or because it was promised may not be the best thing to do going forward. We may have had a better solution than what was being offered. The same thing goes for the roads. That road project list for the TSPLOS, there's a lot of stuff on there that simply has a poor return on investment for you, the taxpayer. However, we have some people on city council who want to say, damn their torpedoes, we're going to do this project list come hell or high water. The question is, why? If they cannot expend our money efficiently and prudently with a positive return on investment, they shouldn't be in charge of our money, regardless of what they believe. Let's be honest. I did not approve directly when I cast my vote the projects on that project list. Neither did you, no matter what they tell you. What you voted on when you went to the ballot box was should Fulton County collect 0.75% on purchases for the pur purpose of traffic congestion and road projects. That's it. It was a countywide referendum, not a citywide referendum. And you can argue all you want that Johns Creek voters narrowly passed it. It was never presented to us beforehand that if Johns Creek voters voted against the project list or that the Johns Creek votes overall were against TSPLOS, that our project list would not go forward. It would have still gone forward if 90% of Johns Creek residents voted against TSPLOS. That's the way the law was written. It was a poorly written law and it was engineered by our city's mayor along with people in the state house and the state senate who had agendas that you and I simply do not know about. So when you get these questions, think about what they're really asking and think about what they're trying to imply to you. I encourage you to contact the candidates and ask them specifically about their thoughts on this rather than just presuming what you 
uh, are supposed to imply by the types of questions they are asking. They are trying to anchor or seed your mind with thoughts that are completely uh, irrelevant to what the issue is at hand. All right, so that's E.J. Musa with The Naked Truth for September 25th, 2019, special edition. Um, give me your feedback, E.J. Musa at ejmusa.com. If you're a candidate for city council and you disagree with me or you just want to speak, feel free to reach out to me. I'm willing to talk to anyone about the issues in Johns Creek at any time. Thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you soon.